This is Can We Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the talk it over show. Talk it over. Listening to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. It's your man KI from Bed Stuy. But of course, we're still under the coronavirus, so we are honoring our social distancing. So we're doing these shows um, virtually. And I'd love to welcome back Miss Robin. What's good with you? Hey, how are you? Happy Easter, everybody. Same, yeah, same to you. Look, everybody, I owe Robin hugs and kisses. So once this is over, you got it, Robin. <laughs> you do All right? Yes. You oh. got it coming. It's coming. The X's and, and O's. Yes. And we must welcome back the wonderful Miss Camila. How are you, Camila? Hey, how are you? Glad to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back. I'm glad you found something of value that would have you come back and join us. Um, so how are things in Brazil? Things are good. Things are great. Easter, okay. celebrating okay. with my grandma. Yes. Now, now, how's the social distancing there? Is it is it uh, is it about the same as it is uh, everywhere else in other parts of the world? Yeah, it is. But we do have many people that are not following it. Of course. Especially yes. because our president doesn't believe it. So. Aha! Well, there you go. Bolsonaro. That'll do it. Yes. Yeah, he's exactly. he yes. <laughs> that will do it. And of course, last but most certainly not least, we got the brother man, Big O. Yo, 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 bringing up the rear as always. How we doing, folks? Can't complain, Big O. Good to see you once again. Same, I, same. I would, I would be lying if I said I really enjoy this time because I get to see everybody's fresh new faces um, virtually. Um, can't wait to see you all in person. Right. Um, so y'all ready? Y'all ready for the, the topics in the feel-good story today? Yes. 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 Okay. The feel-good story today is actually a really funny one. Um, so BuzzFeed had this article. Uh, These 22 parents totally nailed what a quarantine with kids is like, and it's funnier than it should be. Okay. So we can go down the list. There are 22 of them. I'm going to skip over some of them and try to hit some of the funnier ones. Okay. So this uh, young lady, Jesse, on Twitter, she said, we've been in quarantine for 18 days. And my nine-year-old has been talking nonstop for 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, so mom on the rocks, she says, my daughter just maintained eye contact while stuffing her face with the last of my chocolate stash. And my, <laughs> and my husband said, oh, you know what? And picked her up and took her into the other room. But he won't be around to protect her always. So she going to get even. Uh, let, let's see, James, uh, Breckwell, 
uh, said, uh, his four-year-old said, dad, he said, yeah. He said, I bet you taste like macaroni. <laughs> he said, so that's where we are in the quarantine right now. <clears throat> wow. Uh, let's see. Here's one. Uh, 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 Mommy, Mommy bites when it, when it's bedtime and you go to put your kids pajamas on and realize they never got out of them in the first place. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Um, let's see. I'll read a few more. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bun Me Lan- Lantan said, uh, what I'm doing can't be called homeschooling. I'm fumbling, I'm fumbling with websites and school emails while my six-year-old runs half-dressed through the house eating his fourth piece of Be Quiet toast. <laughs> okay. These kids are crazy. I, I'm glad I'm, those days are over. Uh, let's see. I'm going to jump down. There are a bunch of really funny ones. I think, uh, let's see. Uh, what, the, what the F dad said, um, what's the first thing you want to do after the quarantine? His wife said, get a babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <let's, laughs> yeah. Uh, That's loaded. Yeah. It, tell me about it. So, yeah. So uh, there are a bunch of them. You can go on BuzzFeed and uh, read the article uh, by Asia McLean. Um, it was posted on April 20th. Um, and so they, they actually are all really funny. And uh, we definitely need some laughs as we continue on into this, um, into this campaign that we hope um, will end sooner than later. Yes, absolutely. So we all feeling good? Yes. All right. A little um, jovial. Yes. Mood this morning. Today. Yes. Robin, aren't you glad that your children are, are adults and you don't have to go through any of those those stories? Oh, so, so much so. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it, it would. Whew. And I heard the other day, so the kids um, are going to be out of school on, uh, for the rest of the year, right? That too. Oh, my no. son's a teacher. Yeah. I asked him yesterday, so it's like done. So let me ask you this: Are they have they have to make up the whole thing? Like start they, all over again? They are going straight through. They're not going to get a summer break. I don't know anything about what the deal oh, is doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to get a summer break. They're going to stay in school virtually throughout, um, throughout the year. Oh, and, yeah. See how they, that goes. Yeah. They, tell me about it. Yeah. There's going to be a whole lot of dead children by the time, uh, this is over. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm glad. Look, one time I was, I was helping my son with his homework and, uh, that was a bad move. The teacher said, look, tell your dumb, dad to come in here because he got an F2. So. <laughs> he needs to attend the class and sit in. Yeah. Who helped you with your homework, boy? My dad. Yeah. Well, tell him he got remedial too. So <laughs> I ain't lying to you. I, I would be the worst at this time. Um, so let's, let's jump right in. What, what's our topic, Big O? The topic of today, open relationships. Are you visiting? Oh boy. What oh is boy. it? What does it take? And uh-huh. is polyamory considered open, open relationship. So this is a very oh, uh, hot topic in today's yes. era and it's growing in popularity, of course, yes. uh, as yes. it's becoming less and less taboo and more yes. and more accepted. 
Um, so this is this is always a good one to talk about and discuss because there's a lot of questions that surround it, especially from people who don't quite understand what the yes. difference is between open relationship, polyamory. Yes. Um, so this is very, very good. I think uh, this is one of the better topics to discuss right. the back around. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, as we always say, we're not experts. Mm-hmm. We're all speaking based on our experiences. So yeah. me, I have not been in an open relationship, nor do I think I am polyamorous, although I do see the allure to it. Um, however, there's other people in this room, in this podcast, who may be able to speak to it specifically. So I allow room for anybody that wants to take take on. And then uh, from there, I'll just share what I found uh, on on the topic. Well, I, I'll give you a little hint. I had to look up the word. <laughs> open, open relationship? Not open relationships. Come on, Kai, give me a little bit. Just give me oh, you mean po- polyamory. polyamory? Yeah, polyamory. Okay. I, I, I have never heard of that word before, ever. I, I, I look to see, like, okay, so what? I, I've heard a lot of poly stuff, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm really. Aren't there some popular shows out? Huh? That this, aren't there some popular, like, reality TV shows that go into that? But I, I, if that were I probably pass right over them. Okay, all right. You, you like, know what's so funny? Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you're not alone, Robin. I I tell you, the first time I heard it was about maybe a year and a half ago, and um, I went to meet with this production company in Lower Manhattan, and uh, we were discussing uh, my project, producing the the, the pilot. And uh, it was this couple, it was a very interesting couple. And uh, one of the first things that the guy, the gentleman asked me was, was I into polyamory? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and, and I said, listen, let me, I said, look, let, let me just, just, just tell you my age right now. I said, I'm going to date myself. I said, I don't have a clue what that is. <laughs> I said, so please forgive my ignorance. Yeah, I said, I said, please forgive my ignorance. And he went on to explain what polyamory was. And I was like, okay, well, that's different. You know, we, we called it other things, but okay, polyamory. Um, but so now, is polyamory and, and open relationships the same? Uh, so, let me, yeah, so... They're, they're two different things, even though polyamory could be a form of an open relationship. So let me tell you what I what I discovered as far as when I was researching this. Open relationships typically start with one partner or both partners wanting to be able to seek outside uh, sexual relationships. So it may not necessarily they, they want outside sexual relationships, but still maintaining an emotional and intimate connection with a main partner there's always a main partner that's in the open right in polyamory Mm -hmm. the whole point is to fall in love with multiple type of like relationship hierarchy it's not always about just the sexual attraction it's actually having a meaningful and uh connected relationship with more than one person now polyamory and open relationships both can look radically different from one example to the next because right. it, it always depends on the it's subjective. Yeah. It's the partners that find themselves in those, in those uh, forms of relationships. For example, right. there's a, there's a closed, there's something called closed poly relationship, meaning that the people who maintain, who make up the makeup of the poly amorous relationship 
is closed. They're not looking for anyone else, right? Except for the people that are already that are already in. Yep. Sure. And so, it's, even though it may involve more than just the traditional one-on-one, the the triad or whatever you may have it called, right. it, it's not right. looking for any more outside sure. connection. Absolutely. Um, gotcha. And I'm, I'm taking this from a wealth of sources online. Women's Health Mag has some articles. Um, and now I was a show on Netflix. What's the show? Uh, you, me, and her. Okay. Wow. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> oh, wow. What would you, you think, Camila? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Right now, I'm in an open relationship. Okay. Uh, not in a polyamorous one. Okay. But I can see, I think ONG is right. Like, it's something like a polyamorous relationship. Um, comes from an open relationship i i put it like that but they are not the same but i could i can see how an open relationship could evolve to that it's not where i'm at right now sure got you so but but you're you're in an open relationship which um for for our listeners uh, uh, and especially some of us who are in a in a different um necessarily age group but maybe coming from a different era what does that look like Paint us a picture based on your experience. Yeah, like for in my case, that means that we are committed to each other, but we are open to seeing other people. Okay. Sexually and, you know, for more casual things. Right. But we do keep like ourselves as our main partners. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, this is a question because this is, is, and again, it's specific to each each individual in an open relationship. Now, do you guys have rules established uh, specifically to your relationship as to how much uh, you can see some other person, whether the limits, what are off limits, like as far as what activities you guys can do, uh, whether it's intimate or casual? Um, are those ground rules that are established before it or are you evolving the relationship as it goes along? It's a good question. Yeah, we, we started by establishing some rules that we both would feel that we were comfortable with. So we talked a lot that is fit, like the main things, the key is to really have a good communication. So we started like that with rules. But then as it goes, as, as, as it was happening, and we, we realized that those rules would not work because you know like there are many variables Mm -hmm. and so we had to work through all the conflicts that were coming up and so then like where we are right now we decided that we don't have any rules we we just have to stick to the to the commitment that we are together you know so we can go as far as we want to as long as that main objective is not compromised okay do you oh sorry go ahead now, I was just going to ask, does she mind sharing some of the conflicts that, that came up that you weren't anticipating for our listeners out there who may be questioning if they want to entertain an open relationship? Yeah, sure. Um, first, what I had in mind before we talked, I, I, I was having in mind that it would only be like one night stands, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when he told me once that he was seeing the same person for the third time, I was like, wow, wait, <laughs> right, right, right. this is not what I had in right. mind. This sure. is something else. Right. Um, yeah. So then I had to really like explore where was that coming from? Like, right. why was I feeling that way? And I really used that opportunity to dig deeper into 
not only what my needs were, but also where they were coming from and how I could use our opportunity to rise above it, pretty much. Okay. I don't, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah you're going to say something, Robin? First, first of all, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it is. It, Maybe it is. Problem. We just don't want to, we don't want to go there. Exactly. You, you, <laughs> my, go ahead, question, my question was, um, when you were saying, so as long as we're committed, the, the mm-hmm. two of you, um, yeah. to each other, then we can mm-hmm. still do, you know, the other thing. I, I don't, I don't want to say anything that's offensive. So, I'm trying here because uh, I don't mean that. I don't mean it that way at all. Just it's my naivety. Naivety. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're committed, let's say you and Jose or whatever are committed to each other, is that commitment? Is that love? Like, are are you in love with each other? Like, where does love play a role? Number one. Mm-hmm. And then if if it is yes, that's great. Then even like as you just said, but wait, we were thinking like one night stands, and then all of a sudden this is like a three and four times. So if you move to some of these other people and then you start developing feelings for another person that could be of a love type relationship that's equal or better than the one that you're committed to, is that, where does that, how do you, how do you play with that? Or is that an automatic, okay, well, I'm, I'm breaking up with you now kind of thing. Cause now I'm really in love with this one. Is that like normal? Like other people break up. Does that make sense? Yeah, it sure does. And I don't have all the answers. We are still exploring everything. But but yeah, the answer to the first question would be, what is this type of commitment? Yeah, we we do call it love. And starting from a, a point of understanding that love is kind of like having this project to grow together and support each other growing, like process. And being emotionally committed to work through stuff together and not only that but also we do envision sharing a life like in the future like you know um, as a traditional thing well what would you say i, I was going to piggyback on that with uh, something to answer robin's question um what i what i saw and this is coming from someone who is an interview from someone who's actually in an open relationship she says to, to answer the question of love um in the terms of a conventional relationship, where it's just one-on-one, they were saying that the having the open relationship and also communication has to be number one. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Communication Absolutely. has to be number one. But they Absolutely. found that they were able to remove the the sense of ownership that comes with that conventional relationship. And even though, and they both before entering into an open relationship with each other, they both knew that variety is something that they sought as individuals. Um, and what works for them is that there are nothing, nothing is restricted from conversation. There is yeah. no topic that cannot be broached and a uh, complete and clear transparency, which yeah. is what monogamous relationships also want and need and able to thrive. So it's, it's very interesting that a lot of the, things that make an open relationship work are the same thing that works makes yeah. a monogamous relationship work it's the I, exact you know i i i agree with that to a certain extent and i was going to say you know one of the things about uh what it appears is in an open relationship or poly um is that the lines of communication have to be airtight like and and that that integrity um 
uh, has to be something that's, you know, really key as well. Um, because I think that a lot of times what undoes the, the monogamous relationship are those very things. Like the communication isn't as airtight as it needs to be. And, um, the, the level of, of truth inside of that relationship mm-hmm. um, is tight as it needs to be too, because we look, we're wandering souls. We see people, you know, we, we're attracted to, to other people at different points and times in our lives. And, you know, we try to deny it, but it's right there. Um, I've had a, I've been, uh, the, the, the notion of polyamorism had been proposed to me uh, quite a few times um, maybe once or twice earlier in my life, but it's come up several times as a, as an older me. Um, and I always thought, you know, I, I could entertain them. You know, I, it's a conversation. I wouldn't shut down a poly or even an open relationship. It would definitely have to be a conversation and, and our lines of communication would have to be really airtight. So, you know, I say to anybody that wants to, yeah, that wants to tinker, you know, make sure that the lines of communication are as tight as possible and, you know, and, and that you're, that you're honest with your intentions, you know? So let me ask you this. What are we uh, listening to, um, oh, for people who just jumped in? What's, what's so the topic, the topic that we're, we're discussing that we're knocking around is basically, uh, open relationships. What is it? What does it take? Is polyamory considered an open relationship? So you you said uh, that you've you've had the the uh, you've been broached before about proposal. So let me let me ask this: we we live in the information age where everything is so rapid, so fast. Do you think? And this is something that I was thinking: is this such a new thing, or is it just that it's become more open? Do you think that polyamory and open relationships have existed in some form or another? forever and that they are just now becoming more mainstream or do you think this is a new age thing oh i think it's been around for a long time i, I don't that you know that saying there's nothing new under the sun is right yeah. so i right. it's definitely so it's, something that's been around it's just okay. right because we're in the age of super the super highway of information we have access to um these things that we didn't necessarily have access to before. And that's just one of them. Right. Okay. All right. That's, that's what I was thinking because I, sometimes, you know, the, 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 or the latest generation that hit the, hit the planet, once they become of age, they start to catch a lot of flack for things that are changing. Right. And I always tend to say, you know what, it's not that things are changing. This has always been around. Right. It's just not, it's just now. They're just transforming. Yeah, it's, and it's just it's just time in the spotlight. Yeah, and so, or you know more people coming becoming more open about it. So so let let's throw this around. Here's here's a question for um, uh, everyone but Camila because Camila's in one. Um, <laughs> Robin, would you entertain being in an open relationship? No. What about you, Pico? It would have to it would have to be a discussion. Every open relationship has its own rules, and I'd yes. have to know exactly like what's the what are you trying to get out of it, what's right. in it for me, right. and things of that nature, and then what right. are you where do your interests lie? Right. Um, but one of the things that I will share uh, that I discovered on, online is you know don't assume this is coming from uh, prevention.com. One of the things they said is don't assume just because you want 
more sex that polyamory or an open relationship is for you. Right. So I said a lot of people get excited about the prospect of having multiple partners, but then get upset when the tables are turned and their partners have other partners. Yeah. And they say, uh, you know, once you, once you, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. That's your open that and Pandora's um, box. She's out. Yeah. They said uh, consensual non-monogamy is kind of like a a stress test or a jet pack, Mm -hmm. whichever way the relationship was headed is just really going to zoom in that direction. I say opening up the relationship just speeds that process up. I totally agree. And, and I always, you know, if, if you're going to get in a polyamorous relationship or an open one, if you're getting into it for the sexual liaisons, you're asking for trouble. Right. Because there's so much more fighting trouble. You know, yeah, you're talking about, you, you, you know, again, we're, we're souls and, we're talking about the conjoining of multiple souls. You're talking about people's energies, their uh, jealousies that may pop up that maybe weren't even there before. Um, like Camila was saying, all of a sudden, you know, in this open relationship, you know, one night stands were fine. But now there are, um, uh, you know, two and three uh, sexual liaisons with the same person. So that's that's almost broaching into being in a relationship with another person, you know. Almost. So, almost. so yeah, almost. I mean, but you're yeah. you're heading in that direction. And so when this ship starts steering in that certain direction, how do you get it back on course? Or do you what? just go with that the, the the line of directions that it's going in? So it's really, so, you know, it really requires maturity, right. yeah. clear communication and, and being honest with what your intentions are. So Camilla like Camilla said yeah. when right right away you said, you know, so I really had to look at myself and dig deep. Sure. And yes. I was like, yeah, that was goes to you, lady, because yeah. yeah, exactly. Sixty two, and I don't mean to say absolutely <laughs> no way, no how I'm all, right. I'm all rigid. I'm not I don't consider myself very rigid, but I mean it's not, not a whole lot that I really am. <laughs> I don't I don't really you know how deep do I really want to go? Sixty two. Right. Just, just be regular. <laughs> like an <animal> regular. <laughs> so, so Camilla, go ahead and say what you were. Yeah, let me share. Like, uh, so when he told me that he was about to see this person for the third time, I was like, wait, wow. I, I feel <laughs> some feelings right now in this process. So I took some time, like only with myself, to really like acknowledge what, what was that? What was I feeling? And then we talked. And as I was talking to him, I was like, hey, I'm really jealous, jealous right now. It's, it, it hurts. It's almost like a physical pain. And right. then his uh, reaction immediately was like, oh, so I don't think we should do it. I think we should stop right here because I don't want to hurt you. But then I was like, but wait, is it like pain and jealousness? And Am I being like surprised? Or no, is it really something that should be avoided? Right. What could I get out of this? Sure. So I chose consci- consciously to use this opportunity to dig deeper, as, as I was saying. And then I realized that it was all, all like all the fear was coming from attachment and really like some from my inner child fears, you know, 
So that could be an mm-hmm. opportunity for me to get in touch with that and mm-hmm. understand and, you know, like parent myself in, in, in that moment. So let me ask okay. you this, Camilla. Is there yeah. a, a check-in period between you guys where you're like just always checking in to see if that is still the open relationship uh, is still working for you both? Is there ever a point where you guys are saying, hey, or, or, or reach, not rechanging, but uh, adjusting the rules as those unanticipated issues come up? Uh, now we, we don't have any thing scheduled, like, let's put it like that, because mm-hmm. also I don't think he's seeing anyone right now and I, I'm, I'm not either. But in, in the past, yeah, I would always, because I, I was the one being always like, oh, I want you to know, like, just please, please let me know what's going on. And him, on the other hand, he didn't want to know anything. So mm-hmm. I was the only one going through that process of dealing with my emotions with that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right now things are kind of steady. It's not very busy. Yeah. So, well, well, yeah, with the, the social, social yeah. distance restriction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and see anybody. And, and even if you do, they got masks on. So it's like a whole eyes wide shut out there. Um, do we have any? St- oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Camila. So, just one rule that needs to be mentioned. Always use condom. That is the yes, rule. Yes, safe. Absolutely, you have to be safe. No question. So, so, mm. so, is there a um, big O? Do we have any numbers on which uh, gender is more likely to be open to uh, an open relationship? That I did not, but you know, okay. No, so it back to me. I can find out really. Oh quick. yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, that's to, to be continued, right? Okay. All right. Uh, what I what I will share. Um, is is uh well actually it's a question more than anything and this kind of goes back to what robin mentioned earlier how do you balance the feelings of emotions the unanticipated emotions and stuff like that one thing that i would i would think would be tricky in an open relationship now mind you i'm not in one have never been in one so i cannot speak to that but one thing i would imagine would be tricky is that when you are involved with your main partner. You have your main partner, you have your intimate connection, and then then you have rules that are established that allow you to see other people, whatever those rules may be. What happens when the outside person wants more, wants to become the main person, in a sense, you know, where it's just like, hey, no, you don't, you're not abiding by the rules because you're things, you're taking things a a little more further than they should have been intended because I already have the main uh, coupling. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I mean, that, that's got to be tough again. So that's where the communication is so important. Hey, Leon, are you joining us? You in here? Yeah, yeah, creepy oh. guy in the back. Sorry. Hey, hey, brother Leon, how are you, man? Thank, <laughs> thanks for I'm, joining the I'm, conversation. I'm all right. Yeah, yes. We're talking you. about open relationships. Yeah, can y'all, can y'all um, hear me? Yeah, yeah, no, all we right. hear you fine. I, I can right. hear you just fine. Cool. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that's where I believe that if, if an open relationship or polyamorous relationship is going to work, that that constant, as, as Olin said, the checking in, like um, that has to be something that happens on, on a regular basis and that communication. What type of schedule? Well, yeah. well, well qu- question. I mean, obviously, I just jumped in, so I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all covered it, but I mean, wouldn't you guys consider open relationships and polyamorous 
not exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we we, yeah. Yeah, okay. we already got that. All right, All right cool. But, so, yeah, for those so, people that came in late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The answer so, is they are not. They are not yeah, the same thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And that, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. um, that's what yeah. I asked that because I wanted to comment, but I wanted to make sure, you know. Um, no, please throw that. your comment in there. Um, we talked well, about it. But yes. like, like Olin, I myself haven't, haven't been in um like a, I've never had an open relationship with a partner. Um, and, but as I'm listening to you guys, though, one of the things that I was thinking about was it was taking me back to like when I was in relationships um, uh, that were long distance. And I realized that there were times where people would actually ask me, you know, when we would say, say like me and my partner were together and then one, then she would move away. They were like, well, you know, um, have you guys ever considered open relationship? I remember one of my uh, therapists asked me that, and I I, I, reckon, I, re- I realized that I was actually scared. You know, it was um, wow. a fear. Sure. You know, like I was like I don't know if it was uh, I don't think it was just outright jealousy. I remember Camilla, you were saying earlier if we were you know you had like that sort of like child feeling, children feeling like when you were younger like feelings or whatever. You know, regarding your partner and why you felt you were jealous, but I think it's really fear. Like, I don't know oh, if yeah. it's, you know, like, sure. it's like you don't want to lose your partner. And you're like, well, if, we're, if you're kind of like, you know, playing that game of Russian roulette <laughs> with, with, with your heart and you don't know if somebody else, because your own, you have your own insecurities and you're like, I don't know, maybe no he's going to be nicer to her. And, you know, so yeah, no, I, I imagine I, like that, that probably, even though maybe it would work for those partners, I, I know. I, I don't know. I, I just never went that route. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Leon. That that was uh, what I was I was saying sharing earlier. I, um, when I was younger, it had come across my plate a few times, mm-hmm. and I knew that I wasn't mature enough to handle anything like that. Hmm. Real quick. And that my insecurities would definitely uh, manifest themselves. Yeah, go ahead, Big O. I want to ask Camilla: um, Is this your first? Uh, open relationship or did you always have some form or even always knew that you wanted to have some form of open relationship? It's my second one, mm-hmm. but the first one was not successful at all because we were not having a good communication. So we mm-hmm. were not, we didn't know what to expect and then we end up being getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So you're an expert now. Yeah, yeah I was going to say you, bro. <laughs> Yeah. She got two. <laughs> so, did you did you always know? Was there a point in time where you knew that you wanted to be in an open relationship, or was it more ex- to try this? No, I felt like I always wanted because I definitely love using relationships to explore who I am, to really like push boundaries on where I can mm. get to, like psychologically speaking. Okay, so okay. that's that's that's. Actually, that's all. What's your, what's your profession you look, again? You look at uh, <laughs> <laughs> with communication. Oh, there you go. So you yeah. right. so you have all the skills already <laughs> necessary to ha- to honestly and openly uh, navigate up. navigate what's those up? situations. Relationships are a personal development endeavor for you. I get that. That's all for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it should be. When we were talking uh, just a few minutes ago about um, has this always been around versus or versus it just being like the new age kind of thing. Um, so what would be, so I guess you could consider, consider, so I, when I know you guys all did a long distance relationship thing and I was in a long distance relationship for quite a while who I, I actually ended up being my husband, but 
but I, I, I could actually go back and honestly say, okay, so that was an open relationship because, you know, it was the end of our college days and whatever. And I see, I don't call it. So back then we didn't call it open relationship. We just called it young. <laughs> I mean, seriously, at 20 years sure. old, who am I really going right. to, I mean, I was pretty sure that person was probably going to be in my life. That's who I planned on that particular day at that particular time. But I didn't know really where it was going to be. So, so what was commitment? Yeah, I'm committed to you. I love you right now. You're 3,000 miles away in, you know, in Vermont and I'm in California or whatever, and I'm not going there and you're not, mm. you know, whatever. So it's, right. but now when, when that happened, Robin, did you, at the end of the day, it works at the end of the day, but in the minute, in the interim, it was just, but there was no, there wasn't really any need for communication. I didn't need to know what was going on in his college days or okay. early. And he didn't even know mine. It just was kind okay. of, I don't so know. You all did your, you, so you all did your own thing and it was just an unsaid rule. An unset. You had an understanding. It wasn't even really an understanding. I think it just. We just. I think it just went along with. Okay, so we're twenty, twenty-one. Right. You know, if, if it's if it happens later, and we're you know we meet meet again, that's great. But we we never lost communication. We always visited and touched right. face and talked every day. You know all that. So I guess I'm just trying to say there was kind of like that commitment that they kind of call it now today. Right. But mm. it wasn't really. Maybe we just didn't dig deep back then. Right, right, yeah, right. right. I mean, we didn't say, oh, wow, too. we need to, you know, have this open communication. We didn't, sure. we didn't call it anything. Right, right. sure. Right. You know, it was I undefined. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, undefined. Absolutely. Yes, yes. In today's world, that would be called, that would be called an open relationship. Now right. have Absolutely. Yes, a definition. Right. I guess, yeah. yeah. I, I have a question for Camilla, though. What would you do if, like, let's say you did get, um, you started one of your, started, another relationship or well, I don't say a relationship, but like you started getting involved with somebody in where you're in Brazil, right? Like what would you do if that person started having more like strong feelings for you? Like how would you handle that? You know? uh, that that that's a good question because it's important not only to keep a good communication with your main partner, but also with the person that you are getting involved with. Mm-hmm. Like they need to know where you're at. So right. you know you need to have some emotional responsibility over that. Mm. thing that you were starting uh for for me i would say that that's a no you know and that's mm. something that i always bring up hey i'm emotionally not available right now because i mm. have this other person so this is all we are gonna have mm. yeah I, I i like the the idea of having this uh, uh communication the idea of things being vague and nebulous is always going to lead to trouble. So I, yeah. I definitely err on the side of this new paradigm where these things are discussed and they're not left vague because mm. that, that just leaves too much room for things to go wrong, right? Yeah, ambiguity yeah. is definitely yeah. a friend. Yeah. So uh, let me, let me tell for all our listeners out there who may, who have been listening and, and, yes. and with us, one of the things, if you find yourself curious about how to broach the topic with your significant other on how to uh, ask for an open relationship, here are some tips. They say, you know, be vulnerable, be clear. Yes. Uh, basically, um, make sure that you have the conversation and you can use media or articles as a jumping off point. You can even use this podcast as a jumping off point. Another article says there are a couple of books that you can use if you're curious about it. Um, One book is called Sex at Dawn. 
Mm-hmm. It examines the evolution of monogamy in humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is called the ethical slut, which is an introduction okay. well, to well. different types <laughs> of non-monogamy. So it's an introduction to a different type of uh, to the different types of non-monogamy in today's society. Uh, and so some of these sources and these books help clarify a lot of questions that people have as they approach uh, an open relationship. So yeah, that, um, that's that's great, um, Olin. And there's also a uh, if you want to check out this website, it's called psychalive.org. And one of the topics that it um, talks about are open relationships. And there's some really good information here. We we were having such a great conversation. I didn't want to jump in and, and knife in and and. And, uh, how, how do you spell that website? It's uh, psych. That's p s y c h, and then alive, a l i v e dot org, and uh, backslash open relationships. And it's got some really good things um, to say about it. So you've been listening to Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating uh, relationship podcast that begins in bed. And our hot topic today, what was our hot topic today, Big O? Come on. It was open relationships. What What is it? What does it take? And is polyamory considered an open relationship? There it is. So look, we're not subject matter experts. As a matter of fact, I'm really bad at dating and relationships. So, um, but just because I'm bad at it doesn't mean you have to be. Once again, I want to thank our special guest, Camila. Thank you for showing up, showing out and sharing your experience with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. It was interesting to talk about it. Yeah. Will, Will you come back and do other topics? Yeah, count me in. Definitely. That's what's up. Ms. Robin. Yes. Yes. Old school, no school, no school rule. But other than that, everything is cool. <laughs> All right. And brother Leon. Yes, sir. Thank you for popping in for however long. We're going to see yeah. you on another podcast. For sure. For sure. That's yeah, what's know. up. King Kong ain't got nothing on Leon. <laughs> Once again, big O keeping you in the know. Yes, sir. We're back. I'm excited to have the next topic. Yeah, man. Keep them coming. Yes. For all those listeners, always go out, talkitover.show, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of. Yeah. Yo, so it's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stein. As I always say, may all your ups and downs be in the bed. Slow motion for me. next week.